We are on the money on Top Sport with Michael Abramson. And just before I introduce my guest to you, I can tell you it's nil-nil between Sundowns and Maritzburg United. Five minutes played in that match at Loftus. And the Marisburg players gave the Sundowns players the guard of honour as they walked onto the field. Of course, they're playing for Alex Shakwani tonight, but Maritzburg are playing for survival in the league. So lots of things happening there. If you don't know the answer to the quiz question, you can always hazard a guess. At worst, you're going to be wrong, but at least you might learn something. So t- pick a guess of a team that you think are in form at the moment who might well have collected a lot of points in the last six matches in the DSTV Premiership other than Pirates. Tell me who that team is. And if you're right, I will mention your name at the end of the show. But Right now we're talking Varsity Sports and we're thrilled to be joined on the line by the Director of Sport at UJ, University of Johannesburg, just up the road from the SABC, Nomsa Mahlangu. Uh, Nomsa, good evening. Uh, thank you so much for your time. Lovely to chat to you. Good evening to you and your listeners and thank you for having me. Well, Nomsa, you are a lady who needs very little introduction, but I'm going to introduce you anyway. You're a decorated administrator. You've served in a number of leadership roles. You've served on the board of various prestigious events in the past. You're a multi-award winner. You have pretty much done it all in the world of sport and in other capacities. First question to you, obviously, is as director of sport at UJ, can you just give us a brief synopsis of what your work on a, on a daily basis entails? Well, it is to basically ensure that we provide opportunities for both our staff and students in sports. And when I say in sports, it starts from locally until we get to the international level. So we, we just ensure that students get to play and represent UJ first and foremost. But over and above that, they end up representing South Africa so ours is to facilitate and enable that this do takes place. Now, obviously, varsity sport is, is, is a big deal. There are lots of different sports on offer at, at different universities around the country. Uh, so many different sporting codes are being made available to students. I remember I was a student at WITS, in fact, and also a lecturer at WITS for a number of years. I played tennis for WITS. I played cricket for WITS, not at a massively high level, but there were sports available. Nowadays, you've got so many different sporting codes. So how does, how does the varsity choose what sports to offer the students? Well, it's, it's all dependent on the facilities that the universities have. And I think the sports that the country is also excelling in plays a major role because as you speak about varsity sport now, varsity cup is rugby and we saw varsity cup this year introduce a women's competition. So I am sure that most universities will now start providing for rugby for women, but Mm. over and above that, the so-called big five sporting codes in the country, I think every university, except probably for one or two, offers all those sporting codes. So in essence, it is about what the country offers first and foremost, but the facilities play a great role because, you know, an institution that doesn't have tennis courts cannot provide for tennis. So then therefore, the facilities themselves are a determinant. And also, you mentioned about women's sport. Now, UJ have a representation in the Hollywood Bet Super League, for example, playing every Sunday against some of the top women players in the country. That's very, very exciting as well. Yeah, it's been great. And I think it's important to mention that it's not only UJ. UWC plays there, TUT plays there. Mm. And recently, we've been joined by Pretoria University 
So all the universities are making strides in ensuring that they are represented at the top level sport. And in a few months' time, we're going to be seeing varsity netball start. And a lot of the institutions are also playing. But it's also important to note that the universities are actually a breeding ground for South African elite sports because if you look at most of our medalists, they come from universities. So it's not only about us providing for our students, but it is also us giving an opportunity to the country to have a place where the students are placed and they get all the necessary support. Well, nowadays also, of course, talking about support, student sports is being shown a lot more on television. There's a lot more media interest, media coverage. There are PR companies who are putting out information all the time. So it seems as if it's spreading very, very widely. Is that the case in your experience? Yeah, it is. I think uh, university sport is just a window to what the country offers out there. So it's... It's something that has been growing over the years. And right now, I I think it's it's all over. A lot of our young athletes are now having um, managers that represent them. And even at your micro sporting code, where even athletes that play your wheelchair tennis, um, wheelchair basketball, they have agents themselves. So sport is continuously growing. Nomsa, sorry, are you still with us? Yes, I'm here. Oh, okay, I'm fantastic. <laughs> sorry, that is, <laughs> sometimes just just breaks in all sorts of things. So uh, I wanted to also ask you about high performance centers, HPCs, that some universities have, some universities don't have. How does that decision come about? Which universities offer the HPC facilities and and the expert coaching in the different sports? Because obviously that influences what sort of students and what sort of talent you can attract to those institutions. Yeah. It's basically about the type of coaches that you have, one, two, the facilities that you have, because for you to be a recognized uh, high-performance center, there are a number of boxes that you need to tick in terms of your offering. You would need to have uh, sports physicians, biokinetics, and you also need to have the machines that come with those and not all universities are privileged enough to have those but also we've seen a a trend where sporting codes themselves would say i would rather be based at this particular university given the fact that like now netball has done a lot of work with northwest university but they are also camping in cape town at stellenbosch so then, therefore, what the sporting codes want and what the universities can offer is also very important. But I think in the next few years, we will see a lot of universities housing different sporting codes. We're chatting to Nomsa Mahlangu, who is the Director of Sport at the University of Johannesburg. We're going to get into a financial chat a little bit now about bursaries and about uh, various aspects of finances in terms of university sport. If you have a question for us, you're welcome to send us a text message or 
or even call the studio 0860-002032. If you have a question for Nomso, you'd like to have some information about university sport. Maybe you have a, f- a family member, maybe one of your children or a member of family or friends who would be interested in finding out information. Now is your perfect opportunity to do that. We'll continue our chat with Nomsa after this. We are on the money on Top Sport with Michael Abramson. Just a reminder again of our quiz question and how to contact us. The WhatsApp number 0614-104-107. A couple of you saying Stellenbosch are the second most successful team after Pirates in the last six matches. Mike from East London says that. Panduklo from East London says that as well. Uh, then Mayan from Peter Maritzburg, a regular contributor on the show, says it's Cape Town City who are the form team at the moment. See what you think. Send us your answers and or send us a voice note. We'll play those in a little while. But right now we're talking about the financial aspects of Vasti Sport with Nomsa Matlangu, Director of Sport at UJ. Uh, Nomsa, I want to ask you about bursary programs. Is it a case that universities go and headhunt talent maybe from schools and various other uh, aspects of trying to attract particular sports people who can, who can come and join the university? Oh yes, we do. We go to different school tournaments and we find young people that will come and make a difference. But it's important that to, um, young people must know that whilst they are good in sport, they also need to be good academically and have the right APS score. Then we give them sports bursaries. And when you get a sports bursary, you need to also continue performing both on and off the field. But it's important for young people to know that They are students before they are athletes. Then the academics must always take precedence. And if you pass and you do well, you will be able to complete your qualification without your parents paying a single cent. Mm. And obviously, uh, in terms of that, uh, the universities, I presume, want to attract the sporting talent. But as you say, at the end of the day, it's about having that all-rounded education, sport and academics at the same time. Exactly. And, uh, you know, um, we've started now as UJ and I'm sure all other universities are following up on this. We are promoting dual career. So if you are a professional athlete and you still want to study, we will do everything in our power to ensure that we give you the necessary support. And over the past few years, we've seen blended learning and this also assists our athletes that wherever they are in the world, they can still continue learning. And this has been working out for us. We have a question on a voice note from one of our listeners. We're going to play the voice note for you, and then I'll give you a chance to respond. Good evening. I want to to know to, to Mam Nomsa that uh, UJ does have a plan for uh, one day uh, to one of their soccer team play to PSL. Thanks. Good evening, Michael Abramson and your guests about the varsity sports. I'd like to ask your guests, does the varsity do the medical checkups on individual athletes or sports personalities before they can participate in their respective sporting codes? I would like to ask about that. Yeah, my name is Kulan Kugza from Pushpak Yeah. 
Thank you so much for those questions. So, Nomsa, firstly, question, does Yuja have plans to get a team into the top flight of South African football? And secondly, uh, the medical aspect of, of, of various sports, if you want to maybe deal with those. Oh, yeah. We, we dream about getting to the PSL, but obviously we have chosen to do this in a different way. Um, for us, it's not about going to buy status and ensure that you play in the PSL. But currently, UJ are the winners of the SAP League Blue Stream. And we are going to be going to the playoffs to play for a sport in the Multiple League. So, yes, we have those aspirations, but we've chosen a route where we would want to get promoted all the way, either than us investing money in buying status, and in terms of the medical, for all the athletes that we have at UJ, we do have a program. UJ is in partnership with Sports Medicine Africa. They are responsible for testing our athletes before competitions, but they also take care of our athletes when they get injured. And in-house, UJ has got a number of physiotherapists, sports scientists, and also we work together closely with vets with the uh, uh, students, uh, physiotherapists that come in to assist. So we do take care of our sports people. Just in terms of what you mentioned earlier, the answer to the first question about hoping to play in the top flight of South African football. These days we're hearing stories about everybody buying franchises of other teams and looking at that. Would that potentially be an option for you, Jay, down the line to maybe look at buying a franchise of an existing team and be able to elevate yourself up the, up the order? Or is that financially prohibitive at this stage? At this particular moment, we don't have the financial muscle to just purchase a franchise. So that's why we're going the promotion way, which is a longer route. But we believe it will work out in the long run. Okay, perfect. That answers that question really nicely. I also want to ask you about American sport because I know that in terms of the college setup in America with many, many different sports, basketball for men and women, gymnastics for men and women, um, hockey, all sorts of different sports. Soccer is, is very, very big at college level, at the Ivy League universities. Do, does the South African system look at all at what's happening in the States and, and, and tap into maybe the stronger aspects of, of that setup, which has been around for quite some time? Oh, yes, we do. And as I spoke earlier on when I referred to Varsity Cup, which is a competition that takes place uh, in January, from January until April, we've seen a number of universities having a support base that continues to grow. But this has been extended to sporting codes like netball, football. And I think football for us in South Africa has been growing in leaps and bounds. And I think we can only grow from here. But it's also important for us spectators throughout, you talk about the PSL, people must come out and support their teams. And that is the only way we can be able to build these brands within university sports. And as UJ, we returned this morning from Croatia, where our students in rowing got to participate against Oxford, Oxford and Cambridge. And that for us is very important that we continue to learn from other countries, but we also expose our students to these opportunities. 
That sounds really great that, as, as you say, you are, are picking up the, the best of what's happening elsewhere in the world, but giving it very much a South African flavor. I just wanted to ask you, in terms of the Vasties, there seems to be, from what I've seen on television and what I've experienced myself, a lot of healthy rivalry among the different universities. Do you find that the students, even those that may be not so interested in sport, come out in big numbers to support the various sporting codes when they play and represent that particular university? Oh, yes, it is. The Joghurt Derby in both football and rugby is the big one. The Gauteng Derby has continued to grow, has continued to grow. And I think our students also find it most entertaining, whether they understand the sport or not at times. They go out there to show their colors because, you know, UJ is orange, that next door is blue. So, yes, we paint the towns in those colors (laughs) At the day the university plays and on social media, it becomes a very good, entertaining discussion between the supporters. Just a final question for you. I'm sure that our listeners have been very educated and very entertained by our discussion this evening and have learned a lot about how things work. What advice would you give to potential school kids maybe who are coming through the school system, maybe in matric this year, wanting to find a university? Maybe they're talented in, in the sporting arena. And want to have a chance to to develop their talents through a university type system, but also get the education that they need. Can you maybe just provide some advice on what platforms they need to go through? Well, young people would have to reach out to the coaches at the different universities. And the easiest way to reach out to universities is on social media. And because I'm speaking and I'm from UJ, I would say to the young people, <laughs> They can just reach out to at UJ Sports. You can inbox us. We will respond to you. And definitely our coaches will be able to reach out to you as an athlete. But parents must also play a big role in ensuring that the kids, when they make subject choices, they choose the right subject and they get the necessary ATS score to be accepted at university. Nomsa, it's been a, a, a wonderful chat. I'm sure that, as I say, we've educated a lot of people out there and heard a lot about university sport. There's a lot more that I would like to ask you about, but time is against us tonight. But no doubt we'll have you back on the show sometime soon to expand on the topics that you've brought up this evening and maybe discuss some new ones as well. Thank you so much for your time and wish you best of luck in, in your day-to-day work in enhancing the sporting situation for young talent in South Africa. Thank you so much and have a lovely evening.